Hello and welcome to Screen Babble, your guide to what to watch. We'll be tuning into hours and hours of TV so we can tell you what you need to be switching on and what's to be avoided. I'm your host, Kelly Crichton, and once again this week I'm joined by Alex Moreland and Stephen Ross, who managed to, to a whole episode without me. I mean... I'm kind of gutted, to be honest. We struggled. We struggled. <laughs> uh, they are our resident TV critics who, well, with them it's just give, give, give. As you know, nothing stops them from sourcing the best telly, so you don't have to. If you haven't tuned in before, each week we'll be chatting about what we're watching, as well as looking more closely at a new programme or something making the headlines in the deep dive. This week, Alex tells us about the impending return of Heartstopper. And finally, we go back to the future to tell you about a programme you may have missed when it first aired or streamed. This week, Stephen takes us two decades back to Firefly. But first, we like to talk about what everyone has been watching recently. Alex, we haven't spoken for two weeks now. You have loads of stuff to tell me about. Yeah. So, so I started watching Future Armor the other night. Oh, yeah, it's um, back. How long was it off for? It was off for 10 years. Is it I that think. long? Oh, yeah. my goodness. Right. But I, I've started from the sort of very beginning, the oh, very God. beginning, even because I've only seen sort of bits and pieces here and there. Mm. Uh, but I'm enjoying it. It's keeping me entertained. Um, it's good sort of, you know, like density of jokes. Like it's got lots of jokes, which which is always good, always good mm-hmm. from a comedy. Um, and I enjoy a lot of the sort of sci-fi parody stuff as well, uh, which is good. Futurum is one of those, well, probably the only, the only cartoon that's sort of, well, maybe South Park as well. You know, there's like a kind of a crossover into mainstream for animation so you have The Simpsons and then you have mm. Futurama, don't you? And that's kind of it, yeah. essentially. I haven't watched a lot of Simpsons either. Okay. Well, it's going to keep yeah. you going. Maybe maybe that's next, yeah. Yeah. Um, and the third series of Evil has, has started playing in the UK, finally, uh, which I've been looking forward to for a while and have started that now. Tell us about that a little bit. Yeah. So it is... It is a little bit like the X Files, but it's a more kind of supernatural riff on it, where they've got um, a kind of Catholic priest and a forensic psychologist, and they sort of go around and look at like, <laughs> you know, is this a demon or is it a hallucination? That kind of thing. Okay. Um, but it's it's from the people who did the Good Wife and the Good Fight, oh. so it's got that that kind of sense of humour to it. Nice. Um, yeah, and I, I really enjoy that. So I'm very glad. Do we know anybody that. that's in it, actor-wise? Um, Mike Coulter's in it, and he he was in The Good Wife and The Good Fighters. Uh, Lamond Bishop, oh. the drug dealer client they have sometimes. Yeah. And he was Luke Cage for Marvel a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Katja Herbers is in it as well, and she gives a great performance. She's the sort of psychologist doubter type. Um, can't think what else she's been in. A couple of episodes of The Leftovers. but And where is that available? That is on Alibi. Oh. Um, so, yeah, just a Have, just a have we ever channel. suggested Alibi for anything ever before? Not off the top of my head, I don't think so. <laughs> there you go. I think we're all aware of it, but, um, yeah, that's yeah. the first. Okay, even, cool. even now, we're still getting firsts. Yeah, um, it's always going to be like that. It's just a treasure trove. Um, yeah. Okay, anything else? I'm, I am still watching the World Cup. Uh, which I am, I'm very entertained by. How's that going for you? How's that going for you? 
It's it's good, you know. I thought they did pretty well the other day. The um, England, is it? Uh, yes, yes. <laughs> That's, I haven't I haven't committed to all of them. That'd be too many for me. Just England, um, just England. Okay. Yes, they're so true far. to the next maybe, round, maybe aren't I've they? One of the others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know yes. the Do you know the fixtures? So I genuinely I thought, oh, okay, so they're through to the semi-finals now. Mm-hmm. But it turns out you have and you have quarterfinals and a, a set of sixteen <laughs> of them first. So it's, it's not your revision, Alex. It's not your revision. Come on. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was like, oh, cool, nearly over. No, but no, it's a bigger commitment than that. It that's, is a big commitment, exciting, but good for you. Good for you. How yes. inclusive of you? Yeah, well done. Yeah. Uh, okay, right. We'll leave you off because that's going to take up a lot of your time. The football. Yeah. Um, yeah. Stephen, talk to me. You, Stephen, you were in Cork since we last spoke. Did you watch any Irish telly when you were in Ireland? Um, no, I didn't. I was otherwise engaged. Um, what did I watch? <laughs> that sounds I, really um, ominous. God, I watched the US office whilst I was in Ireland. Oh, okay. Um, which is you know good fun. But since then, I've I started watching The Bear, which oh I've yeah, really so did I. Five episodes in, I think. Really, I don't know. The characters are just all very interesting, very captivating, engaging. It's obviously a character-driven story, and I very much I'm enjoying it I'm trying not to burn through it because I feel like it will benefit from having like a day or so between episodes so um, I'll probably watch an episode tonight and then maybe finish season one by the time we next speak and then I'll be on to season two Um, and I've also been watching uh, Kung Con Earth which is a sort of comedy spoof documentary series about the history of life on earth. Um, and it's very funny. The, oh God, the woman's name who she just got Dan Morgan. Morgan. She just got a yeah. honorary degree. Didn't she from? Yeah. Uh, I saw her. Which is a whole other thing. that I, I, I'm yeah. not a particular fan of honorary degrees, but mm-hmm. um, she kind of did take the P though. in, in her speech, you know, she was like, she? and they said, I'd never get anywhere without maths. <laughs> And then and laugh, like, cue laugh. And then she said, kids, you don't need maths, <laughs> you know. And it was like, oh. <laughs> was I, it I like her. honorary like, degree in maths? Or? I don't know. And I'd say it was like, in, I, I think it was like arts, <laughs> obviously. Um, but yeah, no, she's, I like her. She's cool. She, yeah, she's, she's she's very funny in, in Kunk on Earth, but it, it does get a bit tiresome after episode two or three because it's the same, mm. same sort of exact joke, but with just a different... Like packing. Um, yep. But it was, it was very good. It's, there's only five episodes in it. It's easy enough to watch. But mm-hmm. yeah, I think the last two I just sort of watched to finish Did it. Did that sort um, of grow out of screen wipe, didn't it? She used to do a little bit on screen yeah. wipe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's in Motherland as well. Very funny. But she plays kind of similar characters and everything sort of like a little bit kind of glaiket, to use a good Scottish word, like a little bit like silly, but... What is... But it, it, oh God, it's hard to describe. It's, translate it's like a little bit like... Silly, kind of like not, not clever, kind of. But her character is quite sort of rough and ready and stuff in Motherland as well, and quite you know straight up and down and talks a good talk. So um, yeah, no, I like her. So yes, sorry. So that was Conk on Earth. Cool. Okay. And you said the bear. Yeah, I watched the first episode. Really liked it. Very much like yes, ready for this. This is this looks good. But that was like two weeks ago. Haven't seen it since. And the third thing you said there was about watching the US office in Ireland, which is kind of you've hit on a cultural thing there, Stephen, because even though I doubt you were watching it on terrestrial television, but 
it's funny how much American content you get in Ireland compared to the UK. Mm. So if you turn on like the, the terrestrial channels in Ireland, there's an awful lot of American stuff. It's almost like we lean towards America before. Because Joe UK. Biden thinks he's Irish, isn't it? That, that'll be what it is. That's exactly what it is, yeah. And it's just a really recent phenomena of the last couple of months, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, anyway, it's just, you'll you see it as well in the news content and stuff over there. It's weird. Weird in a good way. So, okay, anything else, Stephen, on your... Well, I've also been watching the World Cup. Um, well, I say that I've been watching England's matches. performances in the World Cup. I've not been watching the other matches. And, yeah, the China, China game was obviously very good, 6 mm-hmm. one win not going to complain but I do think that it should have been seven I think the referee was a little bit biased but I'm not a a football pundit so I'll leave that to other people I caught a little bit of that match and I was like oh god I just felt sorry for them um Ireland are out so boo I what have I been watching I just finished the sixth commandment Ah. which uh was very very good I think and mainly for two reasons the acting was outstanding from particularly Timothy Spall who I kind of know from kind of comedic turns mostly Um, he plays one of the main characters a man called Peter Farker who was not giving anything away here by saying he was murdered Um, and (laughs) The guy, uh, well, it's a true story, so it's you know that well, that's what it's about, you know. Yep. And then um, the guy who plays Ben, who I've never come across before, and I don't know what else he starred in. His name is Aina Hardwick. Oh my god, what a menacing, menacing performance! Like, I don't know, I can't, I don't even know what to compare him to. Like, but you know, these really classic like he's a total psychopath he's just everything he does and says and I think maybe it comes down to the writing a little bit as well I'd like to know a bit more about how they how he played the character like was everything scripted or did he do some stuff himself like because oh he's so convincing he's so convincing as this completely self-obsessed maniac who has a god complex you know and oh my god it's, it's chilling chilling and also I should mention Anne Reed, who is 88 and plays um, another main character called Anne Moore Martin. And she's absolutely outstanding as well. So that's really good. Four parts available on BBC iPlayer. And actually, I knew the story in general, but I didn't know the detail of it. And there was a lot more to it than I was aware of. So anybody out there that's like, oh, I know the, I know it, so I'm not going to watch it. <clears throat> you probably don't know all the detail. And some of it's really heartbreaking. And I've seen... People who knew the these people in real life talking about them and saying how true to reality the story actually is and the, the performances. So really, really good. Definitely worth your time. The other thing I want to talk about, and this is not something I've been watching, but something I... Uh, well, I did watch. It was a trailer. I watched a trailer yesterday for Neighbours. Neighbours is coming back. We've talked about this before. But Neighbours is coming back with Misha Barton and Guy Pearce. It's Guy Pearce. Oh, OMG. Hold the front page, lads. Whoa. I, I saw a press image and I thought, that looks like Guy Pearce. Well, it doesn't look that much like him. And it can't be him because why would he be in the universe? Is he, he can't be returning as a... Well, he, he came back to the finale, didn't he? Yeah, finale. but so did Margot Robbie and she's... Not sticking around. She, she might be about to drop everything. 
and go back to neighbours. Yeah, now that Barbie's bombed, she'll be uh, back on neighbours. <laughs> I feel like Margot Robbie might be a bit more stratospheric than Guy Pearce at the moment, but um, I was the same, Stephen. I was watching the trailer and I was like, you know, it was this tiny clip and I was like, was that, was that, was that Guy Pearce? What? So yes, Misha Barton and Guy I was like, come on, lads. You know, I'm going to, I've never actually watched Neighbours. I've, you know, I've seen it over the years, but now I'm like, I think I want to watch it. What do you think? Well, you can on Amazon Freebie in, in, <laughs> in September. Yeah. exactly. How long will you stick with it? Do you think you're going to make another, like, un- until the next time it's cancelled? Oh, it's so hard to know with these things with soaps, you know. I did watch Home and Away for years and years, and I kind of, kind of, you know, I'd say until I was in my 20s, I kind of did, like, I'd sit down and watch an episode, you know, if I at lunchtime or whatever, but kind of hard to watch TV well for me it's kind of hard to watch TV during the middle of the day <laughs> I, I don't think the majority, for me too like, <laughs> I don't think the majority of Neighbours viewers will know how to use Freebie so I don't think it'll do all that that's well. a bit patronising I I think the Boom. generally the people that watch Neighbours watch it because it's on during the day and that's the channel they've landed on. Kind of, yeah. You turn the telly on, it's on. Yeah, yeah, it is like that. I don't think they're going to go, oh, I know, I'll go onto the internet on my TV because I don't think they'll know they can do that. Mm. But mm. I could be wrong. There are, we should say as well, for the Neighbours keen people out there, there are oh, yeah. some of the main oh, cast returning, uh, including Toady and Carl and they're the only ones I can remember. But there you go. Neighbours. Is, is that the theme tune? Oh, my God. You've, no. you, come on. You've definitely heard the theme tune. I have, oh my, yeah. Oh, I didn't lo- think it went like Alex, loser. Get off now and go on YouTube. Oh, my God. Okay, <laughs> Okay, it is a cultural phenomenon. What? Like, come on. <laughs> I have largely missed it, I think. <laughs> I know you're too young. We know you're too yeah. young. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Right, yeah. moving along. So over to the youngsters then. God, I sound like a right old fart now. Um, Alex, you are going to talk well, to us about... About an, an actual children's programme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a youngsters programme. A, a children's programme. <laughs> I haven't watched all of it, but it looked really lovely when I saw it on various um, episodes of Gogglebox and... Um, some award stuff it was up for maybe it's Heartstopper. Yeah. tell us alex it is uh so it's the the new series of Heartstopper, which is out today thursday the third of august wonderful timing Netflix. Mm. yeah it's it's almost like we plan these in advance i know i know Prep. um so yeah it is it is the second series um did uh, steve and i i assume you didn't watch. i just missed it unfortunately <laughs> You, you missed it. Is that what you said? You just missed it. Mm. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was a strange time. You know, you can't be sat, sat in front of the TV all day. Am I um, right in saying, like, the summary is it's kind of a tale of young love, two boys yeah. in school, yeah. high school. Yeah. yeah. And kind of hook it up for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So it's their um, sort of 14, 15. They're worried about their GCSEs. They're worried about school things mainly um, and kissing as well, which is kind of something they spend a lot of their time doing oh nice good for them good for them <laughs> anyway so this is this is sort of the the continuing story of the two of them they are now uh officially boyfriend and boyfriend which is very exciting for them um have they have they gone off and like lost all lust for life and got city jobs and they're just really depressed and 
Or is it more optimistic no, than that? No, they're, they're still 14. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's, that, that's the viewer. That's the viewer who's <laughs> yeah, yeah. depressed with their yeah. job and lost all enthusiasm. <laughs> um, yeah, so they are, they're, they're about to do their GCSEs. They are, they're about to go on a school trip to Paris, uh, which they are similarly very excited about. Um, their friends have similar sort of age-appropriate worries and concerns. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... I always feel a little derisive saying this. I mean it genuinely as a compliment. It is a really good sort of show for 14-year-olds. Teen, teen thing, yeah. Coming yeah. of age, all um, that And I think it is very much intended for 12-year-olds. And I, again, I mean that like as a compliment. It's a very good show for 12-year-olds. Yeah. Um, and I think... Was it? Sorry, I, though. Is it? Is it, though? Are they not, are they not targeting older age groups? But it's well, sorry. as... Having interviewed the creator, mm. um, no, it, it is sort of intended for a younger audience. Up to I sort think. of 25 or something. I, I I think up to sort of 15, 16. Oh, God. Really? Um, it, uh, yeah. So it was, yeah. Because I mean, because I watched it last year before it came out. Because yeah. um, I used to live with someone who was a huge fan of the the books it's based on. Okay. Um and and I was very surprised that it became the the kind of phenomena that it did, which which makes sense in hindsight because it kind of like fills a, a gap, yeah. so to speak, that did not necessarily exist previously. Yeah, it was certainly a bigger phenomenon than I thought. Okay. But um, so how yeah, much no, of the new series have you seen then? I have seen all of it. Um, it is it's it's very endearing. It's very charming. Um, it's set over the course of just a couple of days oh which makes it feel a little bit shorter than it is okay. so i'm kind of interested to see how the you know no i was about to say something that made me sound ancient so i'm not going to say that but Did it'll be interesting it, to see, see it. <laughs> interesting to see how the the instant gratification generation of teenagers deal with that because okay. it does kind of like feel like it's over before it started because it's all like half hour episodes and everything yeah um but no, it's it's good. It, it has its charms. Um, and I think people will continue to enjoy it. Cool. And that's nice for all of them. Okay, so that's nice. That's that's nice for nice. the right people. It is, ni- it, it, yeah, it is yeah. nice. Okay. I think it is, it is, yeah. And it's and nice. it's a good production for for yeah. It's what it's, it's supposed pretty to be. well made. Yeah. It looks nice. It's good. Kind of like it. It feels like sunshiny. Which ah, is nice. nice. We need more of that in our lives, don't we? Um, so where can people watch it from today? They'll be able to watch it on Netflix. Super. Um, and a, a third series is already confirmed. Oh. And watching it, it felt very much like they felt they were going to get a fourth and fifth oh, series. Oh, interesting. Okay. I do love to know there's more coming when I start a new series because that is just reassuring and you don't feel so sad when it finishes. Okay, cool. That's great. Thank you, Alex. Right, Stephen, we're now and now for something completely different. Uh, Firefly, 20 years old, very soon? Yeah, yeah. kind of. So hmm. the last episode aired 20 years ago on, it was the 4th of August, 2003, it shouldn't have been then, but it was, but I'll get into that later. So it's a 14-part series, including a two-hour pilot, and it's like a sci-fi western, kind of like a sort of steampunk vibe, mm. set in the year 2517, so way in the future, mm-hmm. created by Joss Whedon, you know, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, that guy. Um, and it's about a renegade crew of the Serenity Firefly-class starship 
that Nathan Fillion's character, Mal, who's the captain of the ship, bought to have, to sort of live on the frontier outside the realms, of, outside the control of the Alliance, which is the new sort of world ruler, the galactic empire of the series that is made up of America and China, which were the two dominant superpowers that sort of merge in this okay. in the history of the series. Um, and it also interestingly creates like a fusion of the two cultures. So it's all very stylized, like a sort of oriental slash western um feel throughout hmm. um it's also got alan tijikin who starred in Conman, which i spoke about the other week hmm. um him and nathan fillion crowdfunded for Conman um after having worked on this and it was inspired by his time on this um yeah it's a very good show uh it's a massive cult classic now but it was cancelled after 11 episodes it aired in 2002 so I think December 2002, it was cancelled. There were three episodes left, um, and they didn't air until July, August 2003 in okay. the UK. Do you, think they were, do you think they were trying to sort of revive it and continue it or something? Why did I it... think they just finally were allowed to sort of put out the final three episodes. And was that Originally, the end of the first series? Or I'm probably preempting what you're about to say, but, but was that the discrete end of the first series or was that sort of mid-story? Well, the episodes were kind of put out in the wrong order anyway, so oh. I'm not really entirely sure. They're, they're mostly self-contained, but obviously okay. there is a... Sequence. Sort of through, through plot, but okay. some of them you could watch in any order you want. I think the intended finale aired is something like episode four. Oh, yeah. no wonder it got cancelled. <laughs> and that I don't understand how they could have... I don't understand how they could have done that. Joss Whedon... Planned for it to be about seven years oh, on air. Geez. And it was canned part way through the first season. Wow. He then finally managed to get some money together to make a follow-up film, Serenity, yeah, uh, which was released in 2005 and sort of bombed. It made back about what it cost to make. Okay. Um, so I probably ended up losing a little bit of money. And it's, it's one of those shows that has now built up a huge following because it got cancelled too soon. And okay. Um, so how when I spoke about Freaks and Geeks in a previous Back to the Future, yeah, I think that's sort of my favourite show that that got canned far too early. Yeah. And I'd be interested to know if you guys have a, a series that you wish that had gone on for longer that you think ended too soon. Well, there was the Just very, something a little bit different. very recent case of that ITV drama Maternal, like that's been cut off yeah. way too early. Like that was really good. It was had a, there's not so many female led, female written dramas, and it was good. And it's been canned straight away. I thought that was terrible. It seems to happen a lot now. Um, they sort of float a lot of shows and immediately yeah. kill them yeah. an instant smash success. My go to answer for this is always it was this thing called You, Me, and the Apocalypse, which was mm, on in 2015 or so. Um, and it was sort of like about the end of the world and it had people like Matt Bainton and Jenna Fisher and, and Rob Lowe. But yeah, I, I really liked that. But it was sort of, in, I don't know necessarily how much room they had for a series two, but it was, I, I still think about that one. Right, next week, things that went on way too long. We have so many easy answers for that. Oh my God. Screen babble. Um, <laughs> Excuse me. Speak for yourself. <laughs> So that was Firefly. So can you watch yeah. Firefly now, Stephen? Firefly is on Disney Plus. Serenity, unfortunately, is only available to rent on oh. Amazon, Apple TV, other places. 
the film's not great, so I wouldn't. I'd wait until it does come onto a streaming service because it's been on before, and it'll cool. come back onto it. May actually be on telly at some point as well if you're that um, keen and holding Maybe. up. Okay, cool. Thank you for joining us this week. Do look out for more this Friday on Screen Babble Weekend Watch, which will preview what to watch this weekend and beyond. You can see Screen Babble over on the brand new Freeview Channel Shots Channel Two Seven Six. Stephen, is it? Absolutely. 276, thank you. Uh, It's brought to you by a network of over 600 journalists transforming stories at the heart of your communities into great TV. You'll find true crime stories, football news and analysis, plus coverage of lifestyle, TV, film and much more. If you have any suggestions for what TV we need to get into our lives, drop us a line via our social media. You'll find us on Twitter at National World TV and on all other platforms as National World. You can also sign up for, and I'd highly recommend this, the wonderful, entertaining clever weekly TV newsletter by going to nationalworld.com forward slash newsletter and we'd love for you to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast so we can reach as many TV lovers as possible. We'll be back next week with more Screen Babble. Bye everyone. Bye. Bye.